Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. You deserve the truth. The enemy is at our gates. The fight for humanity. I look at your faces. I do not see defeat. No! And I do not see surrender. Is far from over. You will not make that stand alone. We have something the enemy does not. We have heroes. Halo. New season now streaming. Exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Hip-hop takes the stand in the new documentary, As We Speak, Rap Music on Trial. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Rap lyrics are playing an increasingly prominent role in criminal cases. Every song, every lyric, every video that you've ever been involved with, they're going to use against you. Follow rap artist Kemba as he explores the weaponization of rap lyrics in the criminal justice system. This artistic expression is a confession. I'm ready. Roll the tape. Watch the eye-opening new documentary, As We Speak, Rap Music on Trial, exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply. <laughs> What's up, Duke fans? Welcome to the Devil's Den podcast. I'm your host, Josh Smith, joined by my co-host, Raul and Shu. Um, coming back to react to the big win over Michigan State, 74-65 in the Champions Classic. Um, behind a game high, 18 from Caleb Foster, so we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, it was nice to see John get the dub coming back to Chicago. You could tell just from his presser that was pretty meaningful for him. You know, it's the, a lot of stuff on Twitter and Facebook about the passing of the torch of even though John Slittacy over the MSU record seems to be pretty safe at this point. I think I saw we were four and 14 or something in the last, uh, last 18 matchups against them. So, um, yeah, I think it's, a, it's 15 and four now, 15 and four. So yeah, tough go for, for Tom over there. Um, though he did beat us in the tournament twice, which holds a yeah. little bit more merit to me. Oh, five was brutal. Who's into them. As we Didn't we get them in the tournament twice as well though? Yeah, we got them in, uh, 2015. And then we got them in 2022. Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe another one in there as well. Uh, maybe 20, 20, 2013 as well. 2013. Yep. I think in yep. the Sweet 16. Yeah. So, yeah. Even, I guess even that we're ahead. Yeah. 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 Even, yeah. I guess it's evened out a little bit. Um, but, uh, well, yeah, we'll jump in. We'll talk a little bit about that. Then we'll preview kind of the, the upcoming slate. Things tend to get a little bit easier here over the next little bit. Um, after a pretty, pretty nice little schedule to start the season. First, first three games, play two ranked teams, one neutral, one at home. But uh, so let's just jump in. I guess the first thing I wanted to talk to you all about is over the summer. And I think just a lot of Duke fans looking at this team, looking at this roster, how we were going to play five out. um, Thought the shooting would probably be a little bit better than it is so far. And it's and I've heard John talk too about um, almost every game. He's talking about the attempts. It's like, well, that's kind of low. That's kind of low. That's kind of, and he keeps saying, so it seems to be that we want to shoot more threes. We want to get out and do that. Um, shoot, I'll go to you first here. Should we? I mean, we just shot, what, four of 25 of 21 or something, five of 22. What was the final, uh, what was the final three? Six for 22. So 
27 percent um and four where, of those from one guy yeah four or five from from foster there um roach makes one very early in the first half and then that's pretty much it right proctor so, had one proctor, proctor had one. one in the corner too yep. um and then that's it so shoe disappointed concerned where what are you thinking about in terms of the shooting here no i think I mean, I feel like Jared McCain's going to come along with Got to, with, right? Yeah. I mean, the ones he missed uh, last night, a um, couple of them were dead online just a little too long. Um, and, and I wonder about, like, you guys saw it, like, maybe it's an NBA arena thing, but the rims, like, I mean, hard bounces off of some mm. of them. Um, so I, I trust McCain's going to get it going. Proctor, like I said, I went to that exhibition game. He hit four right in front of me in the first three minutes. I think he's he's only made four in the three games we've played that actually counted since. So um, Foster, I think Foster will be kind of hit and miss all year. I mean, that shot's it went in last night. It's a little funky sure. release. I think Jay Billis even mentioned like the low release on it. So getting it out uh, off in front of some guys might be tough, you know, come conference play but certainly off the bounce right like the set sure. shot sure yeah. but off the bounce is could be yeah and then jeremy's been steady you know i don't you know he didn't shoot the ball well um last night but he's been steady for us at, in the last couple of years um i'd like to see his percentages go up from what they have been and then who knows maybe tj or Jaden show us something uh sooner than later yeah yeah, I guess and we me, didn't even mention Flip and and Mitchell, either. right? Like, yeah. you know, I just yeah. talked about the guards. I mean, Flip's going to yeah. make some. Mitchell, you have to assume will make a couple. You he, know, he, he hasn't made one yet. Hadn't right? made one yet. So you know, last year was low attempts, but you know he was shooting a pretty decent percentage of right. of them. So yeah, and um, Flip got four good looks last night. I mean, yeah, I don't yeah, know he had some a, really good looks. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if that's a good or bad thing that he missed them all, but yeah. Um, even with that, though, he's still shooting 36% on the right. year, 4 of 11. I think if you were really only looking at two guys, right, you're looking at McCain at 3 of 11, thinking that that's got to improve. Right. Um, Tyrese at 4 of 15. The only thing there is that you might question the volume a little bit, right? Like, should he lead the team in three-point attempts? I, I don't know. Um, last night, it looked really good once he started kind of moving a little bit and driving mm -hmm. the ball. He had that lovely little give and go with Ryan Young. That yep, was just phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and then obviously the kick to the corner. Um, yeah, to Foster. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe a little bit more of that and then let the three kind of complement that yeah. versus kind of using the three as the the primary primary method there. Um, so it, I think it's something to to monitor as we go forward, right? Just, so, you know, how good can the shooting really be? Um, again, it's, we've talked about pace. We've talked about the style of play, but I guess it's unfair to look at it as a true five out this high octane when we're playing Ryan Young this many minutes, no offense to Ryan Young, but that, that reduces, you're not five out really at that point, right? You're not running that level of offense anymore. Um, so, you know, maybe we'll, we'll see what that's, we'll, we'll see what that part of that has with. been necessitated by, uh, Filipowski's foul trouble in both yeah. these kind of high leverage games. Yeah. So if that continues, I mean, he, he is bound to pick up more fouls, uh, you know, playing at the five more, especially against good teams. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if that continues, you're going to see young out there because clearly, uh, Shire doesn't have a lot of confidence in Reeves or Stewart yet. Yeah. What and do I you guys, what do you guys think about the chemistry between Ryan and flip as opposed to flip and Mark Mitchell, like playing 
together there in those spots. I feel like him and Young find each other a That's lot true. more. They do a whole lot of that like high low stuff. It seems yeah. to. I think it's just because they play different, right? When Ryan comes in, they use him more of as a hub, whereas yeah. they don't really use Mark like that. You know, he's kind of more of either um, an outlet guy or he's kind of catching ready to drive or something. Like, I don't know. Um, I think that says more about Ryan than it does about the chemistry between them because I feel like I've seen Mitchell and Proctor and other people make good cuts when Young's in the game too because sure. he, they know he'll find him. Sure. Um, yeah. So maybe it is just kind of a function of, of what Ryan's doing. Um, and I think it's fair to, and we can talk about it. I think we all want to see Sean Stewart play more. I'm one of them, but I can't, I can't hold it against John in terms of, well, I don't know if I want Sean out there as the only big, like, d- can you trust him as a freshman to anchor a defense? Cause that's what the bigs got to do, right? You got to call it all the switches. You're in charge of the rotations. Um, that's a lot to just throw at Sean at this point, probably if he's the only big, but I will say, I, th- I think it's looked pretty good with him out there defensively. His yeah. defense seems to be fairly solid so far and definitely ahead of his offense. Yep. Um, yeah. But yeah, that, that's the issue is like, you're not going to put him in there at the four really. Cause why not just have Mitchell in at that point? Because Stewart's yeah. going to offer you even less spacing than Mitchell is. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Um, so, you know, I, I think it's something to, to continue to look at again, it's such a small sample size, but, uh, let's, let's not bury it too much here. I talked about it at the top, um, story of this night is Caleb Foster, right? John talked about it in the press conference. Um, not sure I've really seen a coach really go that far to explicitly kind of just highlight a guy's like, this is why we won the game. Um, I guess it's, you know, why would you not want to do good, what do you six or seven in the second half or something like that? Um, what did y'all see from from him? I got some thoughts too that I, I want to toss out here, but first let's just kind of round table it. Raul from Foster compared to the Arizona game plays 15 minutes, pretty much gets nothing across the stat board to now we're playing in Chicago against Michigan state. And he's kind of on the podium here. It's just, do you think this is what we're going to see all year? Do you think maybe he really just took, took something personal from that last game and this is who he really is? Or again, sample size of three, it's hard to tell. What did you make of Foster? Well, it was a very different um, game for him than uh, that first game against Dartmouth where he scored 15 points. That was all attempts at the rim. Yeah. And this was mostly three-pointers. He had that one mid-range shot as well. Um, So it's interesting to see him kind of have big nights in two different ways. I thought what I noticed was that his defender looked a lot smaller than him. And it seemed Mm -hmm. like he saw that and started taking advantage of that. Like he was really kind of putting him through some screens. That's like how he was able to get that mid-range shot, for example. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that was kind of my biggest observation there. And then I kind of liked what we ran uh, just to, you know, to get him open shots. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know if you guys noticed it. He started off a little rocky. I think as soon as he came in, he threw a pass to flip that as soon as flip caught it, he turned, he was double teamed. That's a steal. Then he had the the play where he kind of over dribbled, dribbled down, and yep. and uh, did I think he did he get an offensive foul on that? Travel. Either that or just turned it over. Traveled, yeah, traveled. Yeah, I mean uh, that was the story of the first half. Was sure. we kept getting into the lane and we kept getting called for travels because they they'd swarm the ball yep. and yep. we panic or we pick up our dribble or we just kind of shuffle our feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 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 John had to give him a, a little bit of a leash, and then you know as he 
kind of got more comfortable with the game. I think he hit a, he, the first shot he hit was a pull up from the baseline, and then he had the one yep. where he kind of got into uh, to the middle of the lane, just kept the guy on his back. Nice little pull up. Uh, obviously, all the threes. I think he had all he had the tip flip that shot was the three. Really that nice. was nice. nice. Yeah. That was really nice. I was kind of um, hoping he'd grab that and kind of hammer it over. It. But yeah. you know, hey. You got yeah. two, you know, so. That was just my favorite offensive possession of the night, actually. Um, it ended up with Flip getting a really good shot. Um, mm-hmm. Was it Flip who took that three? Yeah. I Flip think so, yeah. 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 I, thought it was, I thought it was just a great set that we ran there. And, mm-hmm. yeah, got Flip a great shot that he just happened to miss. And then Foster just sees nobody on him and just, you know, runs in for the tip-in. Yeah. I think for me, like – Obviously, the offensive explosion was cool, but what I really liked to see was how John used him and like the trust that he just kind of was like, nah, dude, you're you're hot. I'm going to ride with you. Um, even at times, it looked like Caleb was kind of like almost like heading back towards the bench a little bit, right? Just like, nah, bro. Like, and not only are we going to keep you out here, he's putting Proctor off ball and like letting kind of Foster just kind of get into initiate things a little bit. I don't know if that's to you know, Tyrese played 38 minutes to maybe say, hey, we're some of these lineups will get you off ball a little bit. They kind of catch your breath or recalibrate or whatever. Um, just a big moment for Caleb there in that stage to be able to kind of just say, hey, well, you're our closer. You know, we're going to go to you. We're going to look for you. Um, granted, Michigan State just kind of decided we're not going to guard you, and they, you know, took an L for it. But um, a couple of those passes that he called, if you see him catch it and kind of do that little bitty like gather hop, that was get your feet set like it's not a yeah. you know you're allowed to do that you just catch it a little bitty hop get your feet set it was yeah. all net when he did that yeah, and both of the shots for them like the same exact spot too yeah. right like they're just right there just he shoots a high arc, high arc yeah, yeah they were high arc yeah. um, and one of those but, passes was actually pretty low like below the pocket so i was yeah. impressed mm-hmm. that he was kind of able to catch it bring it up and still get it off a good shot yeah, yeah, no. Nah. So, I mean, obviously, shouts to Caleb for that. Um, big moment for him, especially after coming off the Arizona game. Um, I, I guess we could maybe get into it a little bit later, but I, I think right now it's just a, a good time to talk about that. Um, unfortunately, it was not a great game for his kind of freshman backcourt uh, mate and Jared McCain, who I said played, I thought played really well against Arizona in terms of like his role and what we're looking for him to do and defensively. Um, only plays 16 minutes tonight, doesn't score, uh, missed all of his, all four of his three point attempts. Um, didn't really do a whole lot else. Didn't really, what's really in foul trouble either. Do y'all think this is just something that we're going to continue to see? I know John made a point to say that they're not competing against each other, but I think when we're looking at it, there's really one spot in the rotation that's really open to kind of be manipulated a little bit. So do you think we're going to continue to see this or how do we get these guys both kind of like maximized together? Um, Shu, I'll go to, to you first on this one. Just taking it as a either or type of game. One played well against Arizona, one didn't, vice versa against Michigan State. You think we're going to continue to see it like this, the seesaw thing? Or, or I don't know. What do you make of the dynamic between Foster and Yeah, and I mean, McCain? it is odd. I mean, I, I would think that it's going to be a game by game like Hey, you know this guy's playing good. This guy doesn't seem to have it tonight, so we're gonna ride this guy tonight. Um, but it, it didn't seem like that was the the way it shook out because, again, like I said, I think Caleb started off a little rocky, but had a longer leash. Uh, you know, Jared got off some nice shots and some clean shots. I think the only one or two he he did he did one move that he kind of tried to back down somebody and spin around them. He got called for a travel that's probably not gonna work against 
nearly anybody. Um, he didn't do a whole try to do too much, you know. You know, sure. and, and I thought he was playing fine defense. He always gets his hands down. And he's going down and rebounding. He's getting dirty. So I didn't think it was anything bad that he did that that you know relegate him to only playing sixteen minutes. I just thought Caleb maybe a little bit stronger in a physical game against Michigan State. Caleb's sure. a you know he's a pretty solid dude. So he was one of the only ones that wasn't getting kind of get bumped around the whole time. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think McCain was bad. I thought he just missed his shots. Yeah, um, you know, I, I mean, when you compare it to, I, I don't want to like shift subject abruptly, but when you compare it to Roach, I thought Roach was like kind of actively hurting the team a lot, especially in that first half, just making some really dumb drives and passes, picking up the ball in bad spots and things like that. Uh, you know, Shu mentioned that McCain did do that once, but other than that, I can't really think of anything that he did that I was like not a fan of. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, he missed, he had a lot of good looks, you know, mm-hmm. he just couldn't get any of them to go in. And again, he only takes five shots. So it's not like he's out here going like two for 14 or something. Um, but it is interesting. I think if can we get them both? like the right. best versions of both of them on the same roster. And well, that's going to be something to see, I guess. I don't think it matters who starts, um, you know? Yeah. I mean, McCain started foster plays 29 minutes. Mm-hmm. You could start foster and then the opposite could happen. McCain could play 29 minutes. Yeah. So I, I don't see any reason why they can't both play well. I mean, we're only running essentially one other guy besides that. You know, we're only going like seven deep at this point. Yeah. So there's the minutes are there to go around. Yeah. Um, we'd like to see a, maybe a few more minutes going forward of them together. Yep. Right. Like you got Tyrese at 38, Roach plays 33, but I think he played 38 or 39 against Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe to get those guys in because you're right outside of you got Foster and Young coming off the bench for 20 plus minutes and then it's nothing. Right. Sean yeah. Stewart played four minutes, Blake's played two. That's it. Um, that that depth is not there, you know, kind of like how we thought that it might would be. It's just not there um so far so you know we'll we'll see we'll see but let's talk about something positive free throw shooting we kind of had harped on that for a little bit about getting kind of just um kind of on the inverse of what we usually are the first few games of the season last night we shot 30 they shot 12 we should go 24 30 from the free throw line you shoot 80 percent um i know coach said you know caleb won the game for us but honestly that probably wins the game for us if you're really looking at the disparity there um I mean, Mark's nine for nine from the line and really carried that, like, what was it, the last seven minutes or so of the first half? First half. When, it was just Mark went to the line out. seven times or whatever it was. Flip right? went out with foul trouble, and Mark just kind of took just over. Just got his, to the line yeah. over and over and yeah. over. Um, yeah. So, you know, that's something that was very positive to see. Um, Tyrese got five. That's a little that that's a little hidden though, because that's not really true, right? Because he gets five, but four of those attempts were at the very end of the game when yep. they're automatically found. And we want him to get those attempts like throughout the course of the game, getting at the rim. Um, he got the end one on that. He did get the end one. He did get the end one. I thought that was my favorite play of the game. Yeah, that was nice. That yeah, was nice. for sure. I will say that uh, this game did boost our, you know, free throw attempt rate significantly um you know that shooting 25 free throws or whatever it was will do that uh so that that's a good trend in the right direction i don't know if you can call something that's been one game a trend but you know we were harping on 
that being a significant weakness we were seeing so far. So yeah. hopefully we can carry that forward. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I agree. Uh, that was at least, you know, we're not going to do that every night, but at least no. to see us playing that aggressively, um, yeah. getting to the rim and then just actually making the free throws was right. was nice to see. Um, well, we we thought we would shoot well from the free throw line this year uh, because we shot yeah. well last year. I would think it was like 75% or something, and we didn't add bad shooters. So, you know, I, I expect this to be a tra- – I don't expect to be 78% like we are now because that's kind of like up at the top of D1, but I think we could settle in the 75, 76 where it's an actual strength. Yeah, I mean, I don't see any bad free throw shooters no. um, in our main rotation. Because so. even the big shoot well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Flip, Brian, um, yeah. you know, they they both shoot it well. Obviously, if Mark's going nine for nine, that's pretty yeah. pretty intense. So we'll take that. Um, the other thing that we talked about this year that we corrected, at least for, for one game, was the rebounding. Um, now, we're not out here setting the, the doors on fire like we were kind of last year in that regard. But to still out-rebound them, we give up 13 offensive rebounds. I get that. But, um, you know, when they're taking some threes they're taking a lot of jump shots you're going to get so we talked about the hard ram so that's that's out there a little bit we did give up a few bunnies but for the most part um i thought we we did really well on the boards i thought ryan young had a nice bounce back game on the boards um flip was 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 fine on the boards i thought tyrese and the guards were able to really get down and help us out there as well um so just talk a little bit i guess from, from you all about those two things together right the free throw percentage and the rebounding um, to me, that's that's an element of coaching, right? That's an element of game planning of saying, hey, we got to fix this. We got to correct it. My question here is for you, though, is can we go too far with that, right? Like, can we get caught up in doing that and that actually limits the ceiling? Well, I guess it just depends on how you're getting them, right? If you're playing right. two bigs a lot and that's why you're getting a ton of rebounds and you're slowing down the pace and you're selling out to get offensive rebounds and things like that, then that's when you ask whether it's worth it because you're shifting your whole style and philosophy towards this one thing. And when you have a lot of, when you have as many guards as we do on the roster, it's kind of like, you you sort of wonder like, well, are we putting them in the best position if we're not giving them maximum space and we're not running and getting out in transition? Right. That that's where kind of where I was thinking of like, can you go too far to say, oh, wait, we're two games in, we're getting crushed on the boards. And again, and then we just revert to our comfort zone of last year, right? Basically. Right. We're gonna play, we're gonna play young and flip, even though I know Flip got in some foul trouble, Ryan right. still gets 25 minutes tonight. And I I'm not the Ryan Young. I know Twitter has a obsession with Ryan Young. Um, I, I think he's fine, you know, for the most part, he's fine. There's some games where you probably can't play him at in certain certain areas. Arizona game was one of those. Um, yeah, this is a Big Ten game. This is a Big Ten game. It fit him perfectly, but it's like, I'm just kind of hoping that we just don't immediately make that the identity of like, all right, we're seven deep. This is how we're going to play. It's going to look very similar to last year, minus the the lively back there. Um, I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. It's hard to tell. There's there's just not enough not enough sample to really look at it yet here. Um, and we, we saw John dramatically shift things last year as lively emerged so i would hope that if one of these other players starts to emerge like if stewart starts to give us really good minutes or if it comes to the point where mccain and foster both need to play 30 minutes i would hope he would make a change just like he did last year you know maybe this is just like this is our best way to win right now and i don't want to drop games while these guys are learning 
That's true. That's true. And we get three games coming up and then you play Arkansas, which is a big test. Then you get another three games that are kind of like all very winnable. Then you get Baylor. You got another three games that are all winnable, right? You're going to get a lot of games in the ACC that should be winnable. Um, maybe that's when some of these guys start to get a little more acclimated. So um, again, it's we're, we're two and one, right? So it's, you know, you can't take a whole lot from it. Um, I was going to talk a little bit about the rotation minute distribution. I feel like we've kind of covered that for the most part. I mean, Anything there that y'all want to like bring up? I didn't really see anything egregious. I mean, Reese doesn't play, Power doesn't play. I think that's going to kind of just be the way this is for the most part going forward. Outside of some of the um, the other games on the schedule that maybe allows for that, but I don't see either one really being rotation players. I did kind of think Blake's would maybe actually be part of that rotation, but again, it's it's hard to play five guards if we're wanting to play two bigs too. So that kind of again bunches things up. Anything also, that y'all make also of the, minutes. the offense is struggling that much. Like, do you really yeah. want to put another non-shooter out there? Yeah. Um, in Blake's, and then the same is true of Stewart. Like, I, I think he came in and he played well. Uh, and you could argue that he should have played more, but he wasn't solving any of our offensive issues. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, and so. You know, he's going to be in there for energy, for defense. And he seems like a kid that's going to be fine with when when the number's called, he'll be jumping out there. He'll be ready to blitz the passing lane. I did like that he was uh, the first one off the bench, like gave him a little nod for the last game for the, you know, A for the effort. Yeah, that's true. Um, I don't think he came back in after that, though. Did he, he did. He played out? He played one more stand, like yeah, one a more. So later, a but, minute here and a minute. Yeah. There. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Um but yeah, you know, I don't think I have anything else to talk about the overall game. I do have like a few pivotal moments and then we'll get to our player spotlights. But before we jump into that, let's take a quick break. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Spring training is in full swing and fantasy baseball draft season is upon us. That means you need to join us on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Stample, every Monday through Saturday for six pods per week throughout the month of March. We'll break down the latest news, spring training updates, players to target, and much more in just five minutes. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Fantasy Baseball draft season is upon us, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Sample, six times per week throughout March. Sleepers, breakouts, busts, live mock drafts, spring training updates, and everything in between every Monday through Saturday. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found. All right, let's jump back in. Uh, we, we've kind of covered a lot of these, but I just thought there were a few minutes or a few moments in the game that really kind of um, dictated the outcome of it. I thought the first one was at the beginning. We already talked about it briefly. You mentioned Shu Flip gets the fouls, goes out, and then Mark just kind of carries us at the free throw line, um, picking up a lot of fouls on their guys. So he got like, I think three of their guys had two fouls heading into halftime pretty much because of Mark. And not just that, would he go six of six or seven of seven or something from the line in the first half? 
he finished nine of nine, nine, of nine so. for the games. So but a lot were like right during that right, stretch. Yeah. Like he went like three straight times, four straight times, um, and just really kind of carried us there. Um, so shouts to Mark for doing that. I know his offense has struggled a little bit in terms of, you know, I know for me personally, I thought him sliding to the four with flip at the five would really unlock things in terms of just spacing and being able to drive against slower players. Um, we haven't quite seen that yet. Although, you know, you don't get to the line by not driving against solar players here, maybe. So maybe we are seeing a little bit more of that. I just was hoping it would be with flip <laughs> versus without yeah. flip. Maybe that's the only thing there. Um, the other moment, it's not so much of a moment, but I thought just that Ryan flip dynamic together, like Shu, you were talking about of just that high post kind of offense that they were running. Like Ryan was given a lot of dump downs. Flip got triple teamed, found Ryan on that one, got doubled, found another one, found finds Caleb at the end of the game. Um, we were fine. We were getting some decent stuff out of that. And it looks like the guards were kind of moving a little bit more where a lot of times just dumping into flip and they just kind of were just oh, there waiting yeah. on that, you know? Um, so maybe that's something to kind of build some momentum off of, of like, we got to get movement going guys. Even if he's getting double teamed, we still need some movement, not just a straight kick back out. Like we need some, somebody needs some relocation going on. Right. Um, somebody else can be setting a screen at that point. Like, you know right. what I'm saying? Right. Um, just to get something moving there so that it's not just give flip the ball and get out of the way. Um, even though he's done pretty damn well at that so far. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Ryan just kind of hangs out in the dunker spot. It seems like if flip like has it, and he's just outside the paint, he's getting double teamed and all of a sudden Ryan's just kind of sliding in flip hits him with a pass. He's got an easy layup or I won't say an easy layup, but a, a makeable shot. Yeah. And, and I thought Ryan did a much better job this game than the Arizona game of like, knowing where to be right a few times he rolls into flip yeah. or they're both just crowding the paint on the same side and it's like that that can't happen right yeah. there right and you even see john saying like hey when you get in you got to get out like y'all got to get back out um that's how this works so you know it's i think it's something that's going to continue to develop a little bit um i do hear the frustration and i'm kind of one of those of i thought this team would hit the ground running a little sharper offensively having four starters back and inserting just a, a four spacing three-point shooting guard either if that's foster or mccain they're both they both feel that same kind of void um we just haven't seen that yet so you know maybe we will maybe we will but uh the last one i had on this one and we can talk about this for a second if you want i just thought that it was huge obviously that every time they got close in that second half we had an answer and yep. i kept thinking of like oh man they get it to three they get it to four you know, it's going to get tight. We, we push it back to 8, 9, 10, 11, and then they get it back to 3. And it's like, oh, you know, here we go, here we go. And then every time in that second half, it's like Foster or Flip just yep. had an answer, just making big shots. I mean, they get it to 3. They come down, and I think they, that the um, the car kid either had the turnover or they, they missed a shot, something happened, and then Flip comes right back and gets the and one on the Cooper kid. Um, huge. Huge plays there. I mean, if, if that doesn't happen and it goes the other way, then it's a one-point game versus a seven-point game or a six-point game. So um, I just thought we showed a lot of toughness and just kind of resolve down the stretch there. And that one, anything y'all want to say about just the runs in general or just, you know, answering their runs? I mean, that seems like the inverse of what happened Friday, right? Like we yeah. kept getting down eight, nine, 10, 11, make a run, and then they would immediately push it back. This one, you know, we, we go into the break up 11, they cut it to four in the first four minutes of the second half. We push it back to 12. They get it back down to three with like, what, eight minutes, eight and a half mm -hmm. minutes left. 
kind of push it back out. I mean, and then, yeah, I mean, they're, I guess they got it close again pretty late, right? Well, what, what did we get up? Uh, we got the, up 11 or 12, like three or four minutes left, though, I guess. We got the, it was 55 to 52, I want to say, when Flip gets the and one. Okay. Um, and then it got, then we pushed it to 68.56 on a late Foster three, and they bring it back to like within five or something, I think. Four yeah, or five Foster after hit that. two threes, like, yeah, all, like really close together. Yeah, in um, the last two or three minutes. Yeah. 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 So, uh, ended up kind of pushing it out there, but it was good to see. It was good to see because we couldn't, you know, we talked about it in Arizona. We go up two, we slap the four and just get kind of <laughs> run off the four after that. So it was nice to see pretty much every time we needed a big stop. We got a big stop. So um, naturally, I did call out how bad they, their three-point shooting was, and they hit their first one of the night. I thought that was going to be like, <laughs> yeah. God, here we go. Um, but fortunately, it held true. Yeah, it did, but they shot well in the second half, didn't they? They did. They, they did. Yeah. Um, they, they finished six for 19, which is, you know, 32%. Yeah, fine, yeah. So that's, that's fine, really. Um, they didn't get the volume that maybe you thought they would have, but um, – Still, we were leaving them open a lot in the first half, yep. and then the second half they were just kind of getting getting some shots off. But um, yeah, so let's 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 switch gears here. Let's do our player spotlights. Um, a lot of different guys to choose from. Um, you know, I've kind of avoided picking him so far, so I felt like for this one I would, and arguably, arguably his worst offensive game so far, maybe from Flip. Maybe that's yeah. controversial take, but arguably because no. he's been so damn good. Yeah, I mean, he's like twenty five and seven, and the other two or whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm just watching him and then I'm on Twitter and I'm seeing the, 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 the two big kind of, well, this is why we needed another big, this is, and it's like, well, what, for what, what do we want another big for? Because to me, he's handling his own just fine defensively. Now there is some foul trouble. I hear that there is a little bit of foul trouble, but in terms of him um, being active, hitting the glass, contesting shots, rotating back, like being a four, taking advantage of being guarded by a five. Um, I thought Flip played a great game. You know, I thought defensively he was really good too, which is way ahead of where I thought he was going to be at this point. Um, so I just want to give a shout out to Flip for like, hey, this dude's doing it on both ends. <laughs> he's guarding these fives. He's banging with Sissoko, who's huge. And Flip pretty much was holding his on. And I know Ryan was was there helping out a little bit too. Um, but I just thought Kyle played a great game. Uh, I thought he had some really nice passes, didn't force things too much. Um, answered it, had two blocks, a steal. I mean, I, I don't see the flack at the flip at the five. I don't think that's the rim, problem. rim protection is not the issue right now. Rim protection, not the issue. If you want to talk to me about rebounding, well, then it's like, you know, sure, you'd like to see flip maybe closer to 10, but at the same time, it's like, you know, uh, maybe I, I need more than three rebounds a game from Mark Mitchell, right? I need more than two rebounds a game from McCain. Yep. Like I need, you need more from other places, but I don't think it's inserting six, random six eleven player here yeah. fixes all of that stuff. I don't know. Yeah. So I think uh, Ken Palm has, uh, we're allowing 45% two point percentage. That's fine. Yeah. Honestly. That's, that's really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll take that. And and I don't see anything where flips just getting just destroyed and pick and rolls or like any of that to where it's causing much of an issue. Um, so, you know, shout, shout to flip. I'll go with flip on that one. Shoot, who you got for me? I'm gonna go with the saucy Aussie. Um, you know, I, I watched this game again this afternoon just to do a little, you know, recap prep work for this, but 
what an ugly game to start. Like mm-hmm. all the turnovers. We I don't know if we mentioned it. We had seven turnovers in our first fifteen possessions. Like so, six six of them were travels. <laughs> it's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. So um wanted to highlight Proctor because he finished the game uh thirteen points, six rebounds, six assists, zero turnovers, two steals. So uh just the the bounce back from the Arizona game, you know, had that kind of that late travel um in the Arizona yeah. game and and to come back and, and play like this and uh you talk about Flip playing two ways. So does so does Tyrese. He did a great job playing defense yeah. all night. There was even one time I think um, I don't know if you guys remembered it. Him and Mark should have been a switch. Mark just kind of stood there and, and Tyrese went back on him. And he's he's clapping like real loud, like yeah, monster, like dude, you know, let's get it yeah. together here. If you uh, noticed, uh, Walker didn't really score with Proctor with, on him. with Proctor on him. Yeah, he yeah. hit a lot. Yeah, with with Roach and a couple of times that he got switched off and flip. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think there's a point there too about that. The, uh, maybe we'll save that because I'm just, I don't know if I really want to talk about it here tonight, but um, something to look at about the demonstrative stuff, right? Between Ty- you saw Tyrese doing it to Mark um, flip's been pretty kind of toeing that line a little bit. He's kind of gotten on Caleb a little bit, kind of yeah, I know, look, I one, looking yeah. around to point and blame a little bit on some stuff. There's, I'm not, buying into like chemistry stuff yet but i think it is something to kind of look at of like you know what are these guys what do these guys look like as leaders as sophomores and that's really the question right like how are they going to look as sophomore leaders i mean um, that can be good and bad honestly sure, it's it like, can if, be good. if you do it the yeah. right way it can be great yep, yeah absolutely absolutely and after he done that he comes right back down a minute and a half later and he finds foster for a three so it's like you know it's fine um but all right bro who you got yeah i've got ryan young um yeah Not to bring it back to the Twitter arguments, but it's just like, I feel like for whatever reason, he's been this team's whipping boy for two years, and he's been a good player for us. And we saw the evidence of it last night. It was uh, a plus 28, was that it? Plus 23. 23 or 24 or something like that. But but in a nine-point game, to be plus 23 is in 24 minutes. (laughs) Every time he came in the game, something good happened, basically. Uh, He was great on the glass and what really impressed me was his defense um because he's coming out farther this year like he did not have to do that last year he would just kind of camp in the middle of the lane in a kind of in a drop essentially and this year he's he's hedging um and that was that one play he caused the turnover on walker yeah yeah they doubled him out at pretty much at midcourt yeah that was uh that was definitely the most impressive defensive play i've seen from him at duke uh, but yeah, I mean, I know we did we did a little bit to insulate him on that. Like uh, we would uh, the other players were kind of responsible for tagging the roller when he was mm-hmm. out that far. And so yeah. that would give him time to get back. But there's no reason we can't do that in other matchups. Sure. Again, I, I I think if, if we're playing, you know, a really quick, small guard like uh, we saw with Virginia last year with uh, Clark um Maybe it's not he's not the best guy for something like that. But in the game like this, where it's much more about physicality than it is about yeah. speed, he's yeah. just the perfect player. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I that was not lost to me watching it. Of like, yeah, this is Big Ten Ryan Young yep. right here, right? Just I think his, his career highs against Michigan State, if I remember, like seeing his stuff from transfer right, yeah. Northwestern. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, he was solid, right? Didn't miss from the from the field. Only took two shots. Was there in the right spots to help flip on the triple team, right? Got the nice little bunny off that. Um, couple nice passes to 
Um, and again, another another guy that plays 24 minutes and finishes with no turnovers when we had 13 as a team. So, yeah, yeah. you know, shouts to, shouts to Ryan. I also led all players in offensive rating last night. So, um, yeah, yeah, shouts to, shouts to Ryan. But uh, all right, well, I think now we've had some pretty big look-aheads and some pretty big previews, and there kind of feels like a little bit of letdown coming up. Um, you know, the next three, I guess I'll say that, will be in a barn burner Friday. Um, <laughs> Don't but say our, that. Yeah, the, the next three games here we got coming up, or we got three games at home as we head into the, the Thanksgiving holidays. We play Bucknell Friday, wait to go a couple of days on Tuesday, play with Saul, and then we come back the next Friday and play Southern Indiana. Um, so should be some pretty good home cooking, you know, brewing up in Cameron for those. Um, Ken Palm, I think the closest one is a 20 point win is what he's got predicted here. So it, it seems like we might get a chance to see some different rotations, see some guys get some minutes. Maybe we get, we tweak some things. These are, we played two big time opponents. Now we get some games to try to like, okay, what did we learn from that, right? How do we get these guys going? Maybe we see Jared and Foster together a little more. Maybe we see both of them playing well at the same time. Um, because then after that, you got Arkansas coming up. So it's you get three games to kind of to kind of tinker on some things and see what you got. I don't know, and, and the reason I'm, I'm highlighting it like this is with it being the Thanksgiving holiday, I'm kind of anticipating us maybe taking some of that break and coming back and kind of talking about all three of these as a whole as we get ready to head into Arkansas. Not really any. I'm not going to do too many predictions here. I mean, I guess I'll toss it to y'all. Anyone see anything different besides three and zero? Yeah, I have. I have faith in this team to show up against the the less talented opponents. I think that the defensive foundation and the fact that they play hard is just going to mean that we end up winning most of our games against kind of the the lower tier opponents this year. So I'm yeah. not too worried about it. Yeah. Um, you know, I think Masal's actually they're they're a decent team, right? They're yeah. I mean they're top two hundred, so they're they're a, they're a formidable opponent. Bucknell and Southern Indiana are creeping yeah. around 340, 350. Yeah. So those are teams that you gotta kind of put away early. Um yeah, I mean, I, I think it's gonna be three and oh. Uh is there anything? I guess let's do predictions a little bit differently here. Um, so give me across three games, what's your average on minutes for Sean Stewart? Shoot, I'll go to you first average yeah give me his average minutes across three games here uh i'd like to see him get like maybe 10 to 12 in these three i think that's fair yeah, yeah. that's where i was at 10 to 12 yeah Roe, you see anything different no no i was gonna i was gonna say 12 that was exactly the number i had in mind and my thought was like maybe he will play less against lasalle or something if it's a little bit closer but you could see a thing like, uh, you know, in our exhibition or whatever, where he comes out, and he just plays 10 straight minutes to close the game because we're up 50 points. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that That's the that's the one guy that I think if we could get him in, then we have it like a solid eight man yep. with maybe a nine man with, with Blake's. Um, he gives us a dynamic, a physicality, you know, a verticality that we yeah. don't really see a whole lot. And he just looks um, more ready than, you know, somebody like Power does. I was going to say, yeah. do you think we'll get to see power over three games? Next three, we'll see. Will he come out? Unless like, he's on the shoot plan. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Th- I'm thinking like maybe twelve total minutes across three games. Is that too low for him? Mm. Maybe not. Maybe he gets like five to seven against Buckingham, yeah, five right. to seven against Southern yeah. Indiana. Maybe Lasalle is a little bit more of a. Right. You know, it's a 12-point game, your 15-point game in the second half or something, and he's yeah. probably not playing that, right? Um, so, 
you know, you got to keep him around though. That's the thing, right? You got to try to hopefully to, to keep this guy motivated to keep him bought in. Um, but I think Sean's the guy of like one thing when I was watching last night of some of the athletes that, that Michigan state had, and I was like, Oh, we have no lob guys. It's oh, just no. Sean. It's yeah. Sean and no one else that we can throw a lob to. Um, so you know, we tried to just, set that uh, out of bounds lob up to him when we got him in early, but they sniffed it. I yeah, give it yeah. credit. They, they That'd be something that. I, I would like to see a little bit more, of, and maybe once Mark gets the the ankle leg, whatever that was, kind of like underneath him a little bit more, because even he had a layup that he almost kind of like wasn't yeah. sure when he was going up to finish. Um, he should be able to guy be a guy that should be able to go up and do some of that stuff, but you know, maybe not. Maybe not. We'll see. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't execute a single out of bounds play did we the roach shimmy was that the out was that an out of bounds play to put us out up 71 61 when he kind of curls and catches it and gives the dude the little shake right. maybe no, that I was think, out of bounds no, or I, think that... I remember we ran one a roach curl but it, he came off it like he was going to shoot then immediately dumped it down to flip who scored yeah. a layup that might right. have been an out of bounds okay yeah, yeah. it's like a little little misdirection I'd, there i'd have to go back and look yeah the reason oh. i asked is because i did want to give MSU a little bit of credit as awful as their offense is I thought that their defense was great overall and that kind of speaks to it like they clearly had us well scouted yeah 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 um yeah it was a hard fought game you know I thought it was a well coached game by both 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 sides and uh you know lucky to come out I did think that we would kind of put them away a little bit more but I didn't think they were going to hit six threes and that we were going to really struggle to shoot the ball and so you put those things together and it's a nine-point game um so but but i'll take it but i'll take it but uh you know in, in the meantime y'all enjoy the the thanksgiving holidays if you're celebrating out there we're going to kind of take a little bit of hiatus enjoy these three this the home stretch here um you can find us in all the usual places rate review subscribe you can email us at the devil's den pod at gmail.com you can find us on the boards at the devil's den.com we're on twitter at devil's den pod 247 and uh watch out for that trip to fan so you can keep those faces strong in the river high go deeper This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.